Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today's episode is a very special episode because it is part of our Paradise Pack Sessions 2016. And what we did here, Jason Moore from the Zero to Travel Podcast and myself got together and we did a six hour live broadcast where we brought on 12 of the world's foremost experts in how to travel cheap, build a business, work from anywhere, create a location independent lifestyle. We interviewed them all for 30 minutes at a time, took your questions, got them answered all live six and a half hours straight. And now what we are doing is providing that audio for you on the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. You'll be able to listen to every single interview split up by participant. And this is all to celebrate our Paradise Pack. And if you're unfamiliar with the Paradise Pack, what it is, is it's a bundle of the world's best products for how to build a business, how to travel cheap, how to live a location-independent lifestyle. And we put it together seven days only once a year. And the Paradise Pack sale, if you're listening to this live, ends today, Monday, June 6, 2016 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So you'll never be able to get these products again. It's over $2,500 worth of the best resources in the world on how to travel cheap, build a business that you can earn money from anywhere, and how to give yourself the three main freedoms. That's location freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom. So $2,500 worth of products, including my frequent flyer bootcamp business class course, which normally sells for $247. All those products, my business class course, plus the 24 other products, were selling at a steep discount, only $197, 90% off. And you can get it by going to extra pack of peanuts.com slash paradise. So don't forget to go there now if you're interested. We don't want you to miss out. This will never be available again. Once the clock strikes midnight, Monday, June 6th at midnight, you'll never be able to get again. So don't forget, you can go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise to check that out. And now let's roll right into this interview with one of our awesome people from the Paradise Pack Livecast during this Paradise Pack Sessions 2016. And now we've got Carlo on. And and we had a bunch of people asking us about travel writing, which we didn't get to talk to with Tim because we were talking about Cheapest Destinations. But it's perfect because now we're segueing right to Carla and the self-publishing. So Carla, thanks for joining us. Hey, Chuck. Great to meet you. Hey, Jason. Hey, how's it going? It's great to have you here. It's great to be here. So you got two writers in a row. How how coincidental is that? <laughs> well, it's great. Like Travis said, we didn't cover the topic at all, and that's your specialty. Yeah. But I also know, you know, one of the reasons we got connected in the first place, and how you know I I found out about your work, and I looked at your stuff. Like this is awesome. We got to get you in the Paradise Pack because self publishing is such a powerful thing, and I think everybody has a book in them, and now you can actually. Mm-hmm create one and put it out there and it's it's totally possible totally within your fingertips but also Carla you do a ton of travel i mean you're you're a big overlander so i want to hear a little bit more yeah. about yeah i would love for you to kind of introduce yourself like share with everybody what your travel experience is what kind of you've been up to over the last many years and we can maybe talk a little bit about the the publishing okay yeah great well i started my career as a writer in um in technical writing, uh, so I was—I'm a super geek. I, li- I lived and worked in Silicon Valley, writing mainframe manuals in the '80s, 
And I, I always knew I wanted to travel. And I got an opportunity to contract at Hewlett Packard in Lyon, France. I always wanted to go to France. So I took that gig. And of course, the first thing I wanted to do was be a, be a travel writer, right? It's a dream job of everyone, isn't it? <laughs> For sure. So I tried I my hand so. at travel writing. Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? And it's so crowded, really. So we're going to get to that, you know, how to break through that crowd. Um, so I started submitting articles, and I was just not having any luck because I, I know I'm a good writer, right? But my strength is how-to, how-to guides. It's not the uh, sort of flowery destination guides, um, which is a skill I think that, well, Tim has, right? Yeah. Um, so I came home and I right away I went to a conference and I don't think we've talked about this yet uh, today. I've been following you guys all morning and it's been quite a fun party and I've learned so much. But conferences are so valuable and I went to this writer's conference in Lorraine. It's the Book Passage Travel Writers Conference. I think it still goes on but it's combined with either photography or food writing. and. I met there a, a ton of editors and other travel writers and started networking. And we have talked about that today, right? The power of a network. And uh, I think uh, Johnny this morning was talking about Chiang Mai and how everybody would get together and um, talk about entrepreneurship uh, and digital nomadism. I didn't even I didn't even realize I was a digital nomad and a location independent entrepreneur until you guys asked me to join the Paradise Pack. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm all that. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're just doing your thing, right? I'm just, you know, I'm a writer. I'm in my head. I'm out in the world. I'm doing my thing. I'm, you know, interviewing other people and, and going, okay, so this is the thing about writing and travel writing. I go somewhere, I'm like, what, what is it like to be you? That, that's what I want to know when I meet somebody. What is it like? And what, is it, what are the back roads like? Um, what, you know, what do you eat every day? Where, how do you take a bath? There's no water in the house. <laughs> that kind of a thing. And I think that um, I can translate that into a how-to guide for travelers and also but that that is not a huge money maker, right? Because I don't think anybody does anybody actually make a make a living just doing travel writing. You would know better than us. I, mean, I don't I think so, Tim, Mr. Tim Leffel. Well, he well he runs blogs and websites too, even though they're they're travel yeah. specific. So yeah, they but, are, and, and he's got a niche. See, and I I said this in the chat. I'm like, he's got a niche. It's budget travel. It's on the cheap travel. My niche. Uh, I entered the world of travel as a solo woman motorcycle traveler, right? Badass. So <laughs> it's crazy. So how this happened? Um, people say I'm lucky. They're going, oh, Carly, you're so lucky. And you probably have people tell you that all the time. Like, no, no, I worked really hard to get this luck, to get this lucky, right? So my dad always says, luck is where preparation meets opportunity. <laughs> so, you know, it, it is a lot of preparation. Um, I love motorcycles. I love overlanding. I'm a mechanic. My dad had me out on the farm in North Carolina fixing stuff all the time, which is incredibly empowering, especially for a woman. Because 
from what, what I hear from most women is, oh, what if I go motorcycling across Europe or even the US or Mexico uh, where I live part time? Uh, what's going to happen if my bike breaks down? Well, you know, for me, it says you just look at it and, and learn and, and fix it or find somebody who knows how to fix it. Um, but that's my niche. And, uh, and so people, editors were very, very interested in that. And when the internet came about in about 1994, right, uh, I was trying to be a travel writer, but I knew about technology. So Tim O'Reilly of O'Reilly and Associates was starting this travel uh, dispatches from the web, they called it. Uh, and he asked me if I could blog from the road. He didn't call it a blog. It wasn't called blogs yet. Because the travel writers that were working for them did not know how to FTP and HTTP and all that. And so I said, yeah. And I, I was test riding a Russian Ural motorcycle for the company who wanted to bring it in as a specialty bike uh, for the US market. So I actually test rode the Ural motorcycle uh, and blogged at the same time, sent real-time dispatches back to the internet in 1995 and my my American Borders blog is actually the the, the oldest real-time travel blog on the internet. Wow. <laughs> I know. So I got a lot of my traffic uh, as a travel writer and still I suppose because I've been online since the very beginning. I mean really at the time I had about 500 fans <laughs> people who were following me. All these people in academia and um, a government have so the, uh, the World Wide Web. We're here with one of the original digital nomads here. Uh -huh. and, uh, I know you're huge with overlanding. If anybody in the chat box uh, is not familiar with what that is, just talking basically traveling over land, like not taking planes, whether it's driving, yeah. you could say, I guess, walking, biking, motorcycling, whatever. So if you have any experience with that or you want to share some comments or thoughts on that, just stick them in the chat box. Um, that's that's amazing. And uh, just riding your motorcycle all over. Now I know you, you split time in California and Mexico. And um, mm -hmm. I think we got a lot to cover on self publishing. I don't know if you want to get into that right away, Trevor. Did you have another question before? No, I, I know people are really interested in the self-publishing part because that is a question of like what you, you, you brought up a really good point that there's so much out there now and everyone has a blog and everyone's trying to write and this and that and there's ever and everyone can do a book. I'd love personally and I think all 181 other people who are on with us right now would love to hear how you how to break through that noise like what you do and what you yeah. teach to, to get yourself out there and how you can actually do it successfully well yeah and I teach self-publishing not only for travel writers and I do teach travel writing as well but um, just for anybody uh, fiction writers um, people who have business books for instance we all have a business book in us if we're here we're being an entrepreneur we probably know something about technology or or processes that, uh, that, that someone else wants to learn. So it's pretty easy to put together a how-to guide to, to something. A lot of the people in the Paradise Pack have how-to guides, of course, right? Um, and self-publishing is super easy. The hardest thing about it is quality. Uh, people are self-publishing at such a rate now, and they're putting out such crap. I mean, I see all kinds of unedited, badly designed books. And as soon as you open a book and you see that there's spelling errors or the formatting is bad, you know, you lose all credibility. 
so the challenge is is to publish a quality book. It's easy to publish, and in my uh, in the uh, self-publishing boot camp that's in the Paradise Pack, there's a uh, uh, 10, I think, wait, 12 people, experts in the field of publishing that tell you exactly how to do the different uh, the aspects of publishing from ebook formatting to print book formatting to cover design to all the legal implications of copyright and, and uh, how to get in libraries, et cetera, et cetera. But, and it, but it's dead easy. I mean, you just go to Amazon CreateSpace, you go to Kindle Direct Publishing, you go to Ingram Spark, you go to Smashwords. Those are my go-to publishing venues, just the short and sweet. But before that, you have to prepare a great book, and it might mean peer editing and beta publishing and getting readers uh, in your peer group to help you out. Um, so, so the quality is uh, the quality is going to make you rise to the top. Right, the topic and the quality. I want to ask you about. Uh, let's take the first part of this because you're a writer, and you know some people are watching. Like, okay, we have some ideas for books. Um, let's take how-to guides because I, I agree with you. I mean, everybody knows how to do something, and even like if you're on this computer, you you could actually write a how-to guide and how to like turn on your computer and like you know get on a webinar, or whatever. Like, I know that sounds silly, and maybe you have to like dial that in a little bit, but there are people out there that don't know how to actually get on the internet and like do things at some level. Like, I mean, maybe that's too general, but you get, you get the idea. There's probably no, something, I do. Yeah. there's probably yeah. something, you know, that, uh, you can, you can break down and explain. You only have to know more than the person buying the guide really to teach them something. Exactly. So, um, what are your tips for creating a quality guide? And then along with that, do you, do you take a list of ideas and try to like figure out how that fits into the market? And like, is it like a balance of like where there's availability versus like your skill set? How do you kind of combine those two elements? Because it's important to position the book properly as well. Right. And you know, I, I honestly, I think you're going to know if you're, if you're really connected to your um, niche audience, you're going to know where the gaps are. Like for me at first, it was women wanting to travel by motorcycle, but who were scared to, right? And for me, uh, because I was in technology and I self-published early, I self-published my first little guidebook to bicycling the French Riviera. I was really into mountain biking because I went, I lived on the French Riviera and there was no guide in English or in French on what were the best roads to mountain bike, hmm. right? And so I pitched it to traditional publishing they're like oh this book is really good but it's too small we want one for all of the south of france or you know and I, and I knew in my heart and i think you do too if you if you have an idea for a book and you're connected with your audience you know that 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 there's a need for it so i said i'm just going to self-publish you know i know how to use microsoft word and i know a cover designer it's not the best book honestly but I, I went back to France and I sold it to every English language bookstore, to every bicycle shop, and to every tourist, tourist office of tourism when I went back and I made enough money for two more trips to France. You actually took, made me took your book and went to these stores? I got a plane. I got on a plane. So I, I went back to America 
and I, and I finished this book. I basically, because it was really technical writing. It was turn left at the ruined castle and go 1.3 kilometers to the hill village and see the dirt road by the World War II Memorial and, you know, that kind of thing. It was a how-to book and I had some pretty pictures and that was it. And yeah, I went home, I figured out how to print them, which was not, you know, in 94, 95, you know, it was a daunting task, ISBNs and all of that. Um, nobody was, was self-publishing back then. I printed uh, a thousand copies. I got on a plane with the books, hired a car at the Nice airport and drove around and literally hand sold them. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. I love I love the dedication and just like, yeah, I mean that that's sometimes what it takes, you know. And uh, you mentioned, you know, is your book gonna have an audience and and having an audience out there? But the beauty of it now is, you can get on a platform, Amazon, where there's millions of people looking to buy books every day, and you have a built-in platform that you can put this on. So uh, transitioning to the other side of it, you know, you mentioned the writing, the how-to. You said, all right, putting together a quality guide is key, and I agree with you. How do you, what, if, what are the steps kind of you would take for like the, the person that, let's say they have no audience, no blog, but they're like, all right, I'm going to write this book and I really want to get it done right. Like what are the core team members you need to bring in and what's like, what would be the approximate cost do you think if you were going to mm -hmm. like kind of subcontract some of this stuff out? Like what do you think is the right. uh, sort of overall process and, and, and overall cost of like getting a quality book just on Amazon Kindle? Right. And, you know, that's sort of what I write. That's what I write a lot about on authorfriendly.com is what is the real cost of, of creating a book. And it does depend on your goals. Are you writing a fantasy novel for your own pleasure or really do you want to make money as an entrepreneur? And I think you're, you are asking the latter. Um, so you want to invest more money, uh, especially into the editing peer review side. Uh, if you have, so if you don't have peers, if you don't have an audience yet, I would suggest going to conferences. Conferences are an amazing place to meet people in your niche audience and there's conferences for everything. Um, make connections, really get in touch with uh, the people and the influencers that will help you pop the message out, not to just their few friends, but to thousands of people on LinkedIn or when they speak at a conference the next time. Right, because, uh, I mean, and this is what these people in the Self-Pub Boot Camp program are, are they're influencers, they're the heads of Smashwords, Mark Coker, um, they're uh, the founder of Book Baby, et cetera, et cetera. So when I, when I talk about anything self-publishing, they magnify it. These people are my friends, yeah. right? I love them. I love their technology. And so we magnify each other's messages like we are doing here with the Paradise Pack. I'm, I, I, I'm, you're all my new best friends. These are amazing people. So we're ma just magnifying the message. So that's the first step. And that just costs an airplane ticket and, um, you know, the cost for a conference and time in developing a relationship, which does not happen overnight. Yeah. Travis and, and I then, met at a conference. So. Oh, you did? Yeah, we're big at conferences. We love conferences. Yeah, was it a travel uh, travel conference? <laughs> yeah, it was a conference called World Domination Summit, which essentially um, it, it's a lot of travel travelers or people that love travel, people that are really living unconventional lifestyles and that are really interested in like the sort of an alternative. You know, I don't want to do the regular humdrum type right. of life thing. Um, Basically, everyone who's 
in the Paradise Pack or and, here. and all the people on the <laughs> live cast right now, uh, mm-hmm. all 180 people are listening. Yeah, it's it's like I don't want a nine to five or even I want a nine to five, but I want to be able to be creative and things like that. And so it spans a really cool group of people. I want to mention something. Okay. I'm there. <laughs> I'm looking it up. <laughs> it be great to meet you in person. I, I wanted to give, mention something here because the self-publishing boot camp is part of the Paradise Pack. And Carla, you just mentioned, you know, all sort of all the influencers and these publishing. One of the hardest things, I think, when you're getting into a new endeavor, endeavor say you get the Paradise Pack, your first focus is, okay, I'm going to focus on books and publishing. I want to publish a book. One of the hardest things is like figuring out, okay, who should I actually listen to? Who really knows what they're doing? Trying to curate like this hodgepodge network across the internet. You've basically consolidated this into one place and you have one product that kind of teaches everything or does teach everything you need to know about self-publishing. That's hugely valuable and a time saver and also could, I I believe, save you a lot of money in the long run just because you'll make smarter decisions when you're informed. Absolutely, and you don't waste time going down the dead-end path or by using, for instance, the biggest mistake I see authors make is using the free ISBN numbers offered by any self-publishing company Um, because then it's published by CreateSpace, even though CreateSpace is wonderful, but people go down and they use iUniverse and Trafford and all the horrible author solutions vanity presses. I mean, that's another huge mistake. Who don't let you buy your own ISBN numbers? So you're stuck with them forever, and if you want to disassociate yourself, you have to completely retire your book, make it, break it for a while, it'll be broken on the internet, and then re-upload it with your own new ISBN number. And it's a, it's a terrible, terrible problem. And people come to me all the time, and they're like, I spent $5,000 with Trafford or Ex Libris, and you know, I've got my book is trapped there, I'm like, well, you could have published for $500 if you've done it yourself. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening, you don't know what an ISBIN number is. That's why you need to get the Paradise Pack to to learn all this stuff. Um, Trav, I know you're about to jump in with something, but I have to to ask this question because I think it's an important one. Um, What can a book do for you? You know, I I see people write books, they put Mm -hmm. them out there. I I think it could do so much for you uh, just personally as an entrepreneur or somebody who's like kind of trying to get themselves established in a space. You want to share your thoughts and experiences on that? Well, there are two things. Um, one is if you're an expert and you're trying to build a list, you can buy an e- you can build a, create a little ebook like like your ebook uh, giveaway, the ten ways to make a living on the road, right? Yeah. While you're traveling, to um, uh, encourage people to sign up for your email newsletter, which is your most valuable marketing asset. Correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, definitely. As yeah. long as it's okay. a, a good quality, right? As long as it's good quality. Um, the other one is if you're going to be a speaker, if you're going to speak at conferences, uh, if you're going to get paid to speak, people want you to have a book. I mean, that it's, you know, Carla King, uh, tra- motorcycle traveler, uh, solo female traveler, author of American Borders, author of Cycling the French Riviera, author of China Road Motorcycle Diaries, uh, you know. Author, they want, and and you can sell a lot of books at conferences. You know, when I go to motorcycle conferences, I try to go before Christmas in November and, and early December. I sit there and I just sign books all day long, and people throw me twenty dollar bills, literally. <laughs> and 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 they, I sign books. My hand gets cramped. I can I hardly have time to go to the bathroom. 
I, I speak, they give me, the conferences give you a, um, a booth for free and a, a, a couple of speaking gigs and you talk and then you sit at your booth, you sell books and you're a rock star. I mean, the first time I, I did this, I had been on the internet for so long and I published my book 10 years later. Uh, it's American Borders with the blog and then a book and I walked in to my booth and people came running up to me and were hugging me going, Carly, you changed my life. Oh my gosh, take a picture. And it was just this sort of, oh my gosh, you know, this uh, is like what an aha moment. Like, wow, life. this is making an impact. It was making an impact. And it, for me, it, it felt so good because, um, you know, you had Ginger on talking about solo female travel. A lot of women are afraid to travel. And I had so many women coming up and saying, you really inspired me. You you were my model. I knew if you could do it, I could do it. I had men coming up to me and saying, gosh, I was afraid to do it, but if a little gal like you could do it, I guess I sure could do it too. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that speaks to that. Like a book not only I think is a really cool accomplishment for someone to to do, like as Jay said in the beginning of this um, you know, he feels like everyone has a book inside of them and, and maybe not everyone out there feels that way, but I think a lot of people do like, I would love to just sit down and write a book on any topic, whatever it is. And it also, it still holds, even though we're digital and like the paradise pack is all digital and we're telling you digital nomads and this and that, it still holds a lot of validity and a lot of weight and a lot of prestige to, to have a physical book. And like, personally, I don't have one. And I'd love to have one, you know. So I think there is there's something to that of, of of having a physical book and saying like, yes, I am the author of this. And it doesn't always have to be physical. It can also be an ebook and digital book. But just just overall being an author of, of something and getting your stuff down. Oh yeah, and you know you're a blogger and you probably have a book already. Um, there's this great product called Pressbooks that is runs on WordPress and it takes your blog posts and uh, creates a book from them. You can rearrange your posts and you can edit Great. your posts and you can put a front and a back on it. And I, I just love those people. Um, so it's super, super easy. So I'd encourage you to do that right now with all your blog posts because when you have them in book format, you can easily edit out a, and you know, create that, a, yeah. Sorry, that sounds yeah. like an awesome resource. Like it's I was, awesome. I, and you can get the categories just you know if you have one yeah. category that you want to create a book from you can just grab the categories and suck them into press books and it'll have that all that information right there wow. that is so cool i mean we're, we're dropping so many valuable resources throughout this live cast and uh you know pe i just want to say people have been asking you know is this going to be available is it going to be replay available um it's it's a live class it's live it's live streaming so it will be available in the paradise pack I, I would say to that, like, you know, Excellent. this is, this is like a one-time special event thing. Um, so for, you know, the customers of the paradise pack, uh, we could definitely, uh, throw this into the pack and, uh, just email everybody, you know, after all this madness is done, uh, next week and we can send it and send that this out as a, an additional resource. Cause this is, this whole live cast is just littered with, uh, I think inspiration and a ton of actionable resources as well. So very cool. I, I did want to get, before we let Car uh, Carla go, I did, there was a really great question, um, from, Caliente, I think, which is cool if it's Caliente, Caliente. Meaning Caliente, which would be cool. I think that's maybe why she did it. Uh, she says, because she writes a humor travel blog, so that's probably why she did it. Um, I have, I write a humor travel blog and I have zero, zero interest in writing how-to guides. I'd love to publish a book, but what, um, 
But what the heck do I do with something that has no value other than just pure entertainment? Thoughts on that, on, on writing like oh. an entertainment book versus, um, yeah, how-to guide or, or a step-by-step -step process guide or something like that. <laughs> okay, I just want to ask you, how many novels do you read and how many humor books do, do people read? I mean, they're hugely popular. What, that, what has no value? You're, you're, you're making people laugh, right? I mean, that's valuable. It's maybe not making helping them create a business, but you're making people laugh. You're it might be the most valuable thing, right? <laughs> it's probably the most valuable. We all need to laugh a little bit more. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it has no value. No, not at all. I love that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think you. I, I I think there. I mean, like we've talked about the Paradise Pack with building businesses and structures. You can almost basically make a business structure out of anything or any talent or skill. And and we've been bringing people on who do it all different ways. Same with writing a book. No matter what it is you want to write, a humor book, a fiction, a nonfiction. I mean, go to your library and there's like a thousand categories. That's why they used to have those card catalogs that were like a hundred miles wide and you know, you could never find anything because there's so many. Oh, that's different a categories great point. And the last point I want to make is that card catalog. It used to be the Dewey Decimal system, but now we all know because we're web entrepreneurs, it's metadata. And that's true with books as well, is you have to geek out on metadata. So you've got to know what categories your book belongs in in Amazon and what keywords that you need. And you can play with it forever, which is why you want control of your own book and not to send it off to a, a self-publishing company that will do it for you because you can always tinker with that metadata. Awesome. Very geeky. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you're, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to that point and going back to the, the question of, you know, a novel or humor novel or whatever, like whether it's a how to or a regular humor novel, I know uh, one thing you talk about and, and other self-publishers talk about is, you know, the marketing side, which isn't maybe as fun as writing like the humorous novel or whatever, but it's important to know keywords and all these different strategies. Oh, yeah. And um, that's why you have this comprehensive boot camp that kind of gives you all of the angles. So you don't want to spend all this time writing a book and have it fall on deaf ears because you haven't just taken a couple tactics and utilized them, right? Yeah, very simple, very simple tactics. Yeah, so awesome. uh, we're, we're thrilled to have you in, Carla. I'm so happy to meet you and I'm sending people to Norway, you know, so. You yeah, know, have some company up here in the Great White North. I love that. God, who yeah. who knew? You have, the, you have the best motorcycling bridge in the world up there. It's on my list. There's this like bridge that goes over a fjord, and it's all curvy and. Oh, I you know. Do you know where that is? Are you talking I, about a Trollstigen? It's like a really crooked road through uh, the mountains. And then it goes launches over some water. Yes, yes, yeah. I've been I've drove down that road, not on a motorcycle, and it is yeah. pretty epic. So um, it's on everybody's bucket list. So we're gonna send a lot of motorcycles. <laughs> that sounds great. Well, I got a spare room right here. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> you just there. have to deal with Jason doing a live cast once a year. Um, so don't come there. Carla, thank you so much for joining us. Who knew we were going to have the world's first digital nomad on with us today? <laughs> oh basically, gosh, so, and and she didn't even realize it until we I asked her to be in the paradise back. So, um, thank you so much, Carla. We really appreciate thank it. Self-publishing boot camp, part of the paradise pack, and it's like all everything you want to know about self-publishing, boom, contained in an one awesome resource. So, uh, really wow. appreciate it, and uh, it was great chatting with you. Great chat with you guys. Thanks Talk so to much. You soon, Carla. Thanks so much. Bye. If you like 
this message, if you like this interview, don't forget, we've got 11 other Paradise Pack sessions for you to listen to, interviews with some of the world's foremost experts on a variety of topics, and just really, really neat people who pull the veil off what this location-independent lifestyle is about. So check them out. You can listen to those on the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. Of course, you can listen to them on iTunes, on Stitcher. You can go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. However you're listening to this episode, you can also get those 11 other episodes. If you do resonate with this message, if you're someone out there who's saying, yeah, you know, that's the type of life I want. I, I, I've known that I want to do work that I love, that I want to travel more, that I want to be able to figure out how to make money from anywhere, or run my own business, or not have to wake up to an alarm clock and just live a life that is one that you want and that you've created. Don't forget, check out the Paradise Pack. You can do that by going to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. It is only available until Monday night, June 6th, 2016 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. After that, it is gone forever. You won't be able to get it. So over $2,500 of resources were selling for $197, over a 90% discount. You can also get my Frequent Fire Bootcamp in there. So don't forget about that. And if you are someone who's interested in, please go over now, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. I don't want you missing out on this special offer. It only comes once a year. And remember, every year the pack is completely different. So you'll never be able to get this bundle of products again. So head on over there, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for the ongoing support as always. I hope you enjoy the rest of the Paradise Pack sessions. And until next time, happy free travels.